Um, this is prayer school. So we're going to be talking about prayer because this is prayer school. Okay. All right. Um, we, con- we started prayer school last week, Wednesday. And um, let me do a recap of some of the things we talked about. And by the way, please just help us to share this video online if you are watching right now. Just help us to share the video on your Facebook page. All right. So last week we started this teaching on prayer. And we talked about answer to prayer is God's will. Do you guys still remember that we talked about answers to prayers is God's will? There's no uh, wishy-washy about this matter. Whether God wants to answer your prayer or he doesn't want to. It is his will to answer your prayer. Because the Bible says so. Now, many Christians pray and few get results. Many are praying, but only few are getting results. In fact, the many that are praying, they have not been able to get answer to some of their uh, prayers, get frustrated in the place of prayer. Many people have lapsed into depression. Many people are discouraged in the thing, or, or me, in the thing we call prayer, because they have prayed and they have been that there's no result. But it's not like that. You always need to know that there's no problem with God's sight. And in answering our prayer, he promised us his word says so. And if his word says so, we hold him by his word, we hold on to him according to his word. For example, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, we talked about this last week, Wednesday. We said, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3 says, Let's read together, I want to go. Call to me, and I will answer you. It doesn't say, I will when I'm, I feel like. It doesn't say, you know, once in a while, it says, "Call to me, and I will respond to you." Just like the way your, your, your I mean, your child calls you, and you respond to the child immediately. The same way, also, call to me, and I will answer you. And it says something. Let's read the other part of it. And it says, "And show you great and mighty things which you do not know." In other words, if there's a, if there are issues in your life that you are depending on God or trusting him for an answer. He says when you call on him, he will answer you. He will show you great and marvelous things which you know it not. So he promised us in his word that he's going to answer our prayers and his word is yea and amen. Did I hear say amen to that? It's not uh, whether his word fails today, it's answers tomorrow. No, 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 no. His words are constant. So if God said it, we hold him by his word. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. All right, we also look at Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. I'm doing a recap of some of the things we talked about in our, previ- in our, in our previous teaching. Uh, Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. Isaiah 65 verse 24. It says, want to go. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they were still speaking about their needs. What will he do? I will go ahead and answer their prayers. So there's no doubt about this. He said it in his word. We hold him by his word. He said if we call on him, he says he's going to answer us. Not just answering, he will going to meet us at the very point of our needs. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, it says, Therefore let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive help and need in times of, I mean, when we need help, praise the name of the Lord. We find grace in his sight. So he promised us his word is here and amen. It doesn't fail today and it works tomorrow. His words works always. Praise the name of the Lord. 
and we look at Jesus as our perfect example of someone who always pray and gets unrepresented results in his prayer. We talked about all this in our previous teaching. Okay, so if this is your first time of you've not listened to our prayer school part one, please you can just go down on our Facebook page and then you can watch uh, the part one. It's going to bless your life. We talked about this thing in depth. Okay, so today we're going to be looking at today we're going to be looking at knowing God as a father. Now I'm laying the foundation of prayer before we go in depth into what we're going to be looking at in this series. But we've talked about it is God's will to answer prayer. So we've established the fact that God always answers our prayers. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright, now let's look at another foundational truth that we need to understand before we now look at prayer, different kind of prayers, and how we're going to pray. Okay, so let's look at knowing God as a father. Knowing God as a father. Okay, knowing God as a father. Now, the greatest revelation of God in the New Testament is knowing God from your heart that he is a father. It's one of the most greatest revelation of God that you can understand, that you should understand in the New Testament. That the person that you are relating with is God, we know, but is more than a God to you and I. He is a father. Everybody say he's a father. Even though he's our God, but Jesus came to establish fatherhood and sonship relationship. Even though he's God, he's God, we know him as God Almighty, but Jesus came to the earth to establish this relationship between God the Father and we the children. He came to establish it between us and God. In Luke chapter 11, you can imagine Jesus, them asking Jesus, how do we pray? Give us the system. Before now, nobody ever prayed Father. Nobody ever called God Father in their prayer, in their prayer, in their prayer life. Nobody. Elijah never called God Father. They don't have the guts to say God the Father to them. But when Jesus, the disciple, saw Jesus getting results in his prayer, and he was so much, you know, perplexed that how is this man getting results? Then he wants to know, and he asked Jesus. Let's read, let's read Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. Want to go. Now, it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he seized that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, That's the key word. In fact, you know, every message starts with an introduction. For example, you are writing a letter to someone. The way you write to an official letter is not the way you write a letter to your, to your, to your friends. Hello? It's not the same. That's the difference between formal and informal. In formal letter, you don't say, I, I, what's up, I, to your boss. You don't write such a letter. Or you are writing an application for a job. You don't say, I am the I applic uh, applicant or something like that. No, 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 no. You make it formal. Say, good day, uh, this. Good day, sir. Good day, ma. And it's formal. Okay? But if you are writing to your best friend, you know, you, you are not going to write to him like, good day, sir. Good day, ma. 
Oh, no, no, no. Hi, buddy. Hi, guy. How are you doing now? Also, you, you understand the informal way to be. So, Jesus, now the way they have been praying to God, it has been in quote in a formal way. God, you know, bow before him, you know, worship him. You know, it has been formal. It has been one pattern and after another. But yeah, Jesus Christ, and actually these disciples saw Jesus. The way he's not doing it the way they have been doing it. You know, washing their hands, making sure that they are in a good position. They are, you understand, they are so much formal. But he just see Jesus Christ having a conversation with someone. And then dialoguing with him, then smiling. Then ah, he was like, you guys, you are weird. Let's teach us how to do this thing. And the first thing Jesus Christ said was, Our Father in heaven. In other words, we are not talking about someone else, but God, the same God that you know we are praying to. But this time around, the introduction is not as God. It's as what? As a Father. Interesting. Interesting that Jesus introduced the word father. Now, the first introduction Jesus gave his disciple about God is that they need to know that they are relating with someone who is closer to them than they could ever imagine. That's what he came. He was just trying to tell them that Ab, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We forget the word hallowed. We don't use that word again. You can just praise be unto your name. Praise the name of the Lord. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth and as it is in heaven. But, but what I'm trying to establish is that the starting point is God our Father. is a Father. You see, the way you relate, you relate with a Father will be different the way you relate with an uncle. And it will be different the way you relate with a boss. Many in the Old Testament, they relate with God as a boss. You know, he comes and he throws thunders up here. He comes here and he throws a measles here. He comes tomorrow and then he makes sure that the earth, I mean, the earth opens up and you guys, you guys will swallow up. So they have a wrong that God can do and undo. He can behave anyhow he wants it. It's just the way he is. So they have this mindset. But Jesus came on board and he says, Abba. He says, Father. Father. As a matter of fact, in all Jesus' ministry, he started calling God as a father. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I bring out something very interesting. I, 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 I said something here. I want us to read it. Um, please, can you take this? Is, still, is it on? Okay. All right. Let's take this. Uh, let's read it together. I want to go. The depth of your conversation with someone is determined by your relationship with the person. Let's take it together one more time. The depth of your conversation with someone is determined by your relationship with the person. Is that not so? Yes. If you are talking to your boss, you can't, you can't, you can't be, you know, uh, slapping him by his side. No, 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 no. You will be so much cool. You know, you will fold your hand at the back. You won't. You will be so much in a good position to talk to him. Is that not the way it will be? But that's how it will be. But your depth of your conversation with someone is determined by your relationship. But if you are talking to, you know, to your wife, you don't stand and then, and then you'll be shivering in front of him, sir. sir. No, 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 no. You walk him, you hug him. Because you have a more closer relationship with the person than your boss. So, in the Old Testament, their relationship is quite different from the relationship that we have within. And the all, I mean, the difference is between God and Father. 
and we are under the new testament many of us we still relate with god even though it's god not as a father but as you know almighty the one that is up 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 there and we are down 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 here so we need to sometimes cry so loud that it needs to get our attention excuse me no you need to understand that that anytime you want to pray and i will tell you also how it's going to work in our prayer life just begins to tell abba 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 call him daddy that is who he is praise the name of the lord in matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 6 we're still talking about prayer let's see what jesus was saying about prayer because it keeps it kept emphasizing this fatherhood because they need to get it they didn't understand it in fact they wanted to stone jesus for calling god his father they wanted to stone him. He says, which of the miracles that I have done that you want to stone me? He says, no, we are not stoning you because of miracle. It's because you have made yourself, because your, a father and a son have the same DNA. Is that not so? So you are making yourself equal with the way you are talking. You are talking as if God is your mate. That's why, they said that's why we want to stone you. They are offended with his relationship with his father. And religious people are also offended when, when you make this thing so easy. Oh, they will tell you, brother, sister, be careful because God is a consuming fire. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. No, he's a consuming fire. So be careful. It's a consuming fire to our enemy, but it's not a consuming fire to us. Just like a, fa- a father, a father will do everything to protect his child. The same man, okay, let's assume that a father is a military, is a soldier. Does he come with God and start playing uh, what, what he did in the battlefield with his child? No, he throw up the gun and then he, oh, in fact, the way we relate with them, you would never think that he was a soldier, that he can be as wide as he is. But when he gets to the battlefield, oh, does he hug the enemies? No, 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 no. He deal with them, he kills them. So it deals with uh, the our uh, position, but to us it doesn't deal with us. So many people did not understand this. They just jock everything up. They put everything together. They said God is a oh yes, the Bible says the consuming, but you need to read it in context because don't take a scripture out of context and then establish a doctrine on it. It's not a consuming fire to us. It doesn't consume us with the fire. It doesn't consume us with the fire. Praise the name of the Lord. All right, let's read. Let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. Let's read together. I want to go. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogue where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all the reward they will ever get. Okay, how are we to pray? Verse 6, want to go. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to who? It will have said to God. But he said, pray to your father in private. You know, I was just thinking about it because secret things actually discussed in the secret places. There are some things that you have with someone that you have a relationship with. You have to go. You just, excuse me. You know, you're in a public gathering. But there's something that you want to tell the person. Just say, please, can you excuse us? And then you guys go, went into the closet to go and discuss 
crucial matters. It's because of relationship. Why don't you just broadcast everything? That's what he was saying here, that the people, the public, and the, the hypocrite, they do. They don't have a relationship. All they want to have is to shout at the public place. But you, that you have a depth of, I mean, a relationship with him, what do you do? You go to your private place, and then you say, Father, we want to settle something. We want to talk about some secret things that we don't want anybody to hear. We want to shut down every other person. All right, let's continue. Want to go. Then your father, take note of it. It says you pray to your father in private. Then he now said, your, then your father who sees everything in, will reward you what? Will, he says, who sees everything will reward you. Will reward you. Will reward you. Let's continue the reading in verse 7 to verse 9. Let's, let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 to verse 9. Want to go. When you pray, he's still talking about prayer. Don't do what? Don't do babble uh, on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. So he said, don't do like someone that does not have relationship. That you have to go ask God. That he have to, you know, make sure that, you know, uh, we, we, we say something that don't, don't, don't leave God until, you know, uh, 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 you know, ever we not, there's something we say, ever we not rest until you are blessed. Excuse me, where do we get those things from? Ever we not rest until you are blessed. <laughs> you have been blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Don't put, that, don't put yourself on that. You know, we have this that we must eat everyone with bombarding. Excuse me. Just know that the person that you are praying to is with you. He says, I will never leave. He says, me and my father, Jesus talking in Matthew. He says, me and my father, we will come and make our abode with you. We will be with you. We will never leave you or forsake you. So it's not throwing measles up there, making sure that it reaches heavens of the heaven, break through all the principalities. You don't need that. The one that you are praying to is with you, is a father. Did I hear say amen to that? You cannot have your father in the house and then be shouting outside. It's an abuse on him. You walk inside the house. If you are in need of anything, walk inside him, inside the house and talk to him. He has more than enough to spare and to give to you. Did I hear say amen to that? All right, let's read, let's read, let's read uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 to 9. Want to go. When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Verse 8, want to go. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before Excuse me, does it in line with Isaiah, what you read in Isaiah? Does it in line with it? That I will answer them even before they call on me. Why will he answer before? Because he already knows what we are coming to say. Is that not the way it is? So you can see that it's in line. It says where they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead of them. So see what Jesus was trying to say here. The same thing. He says in verse 8, don't be like them for they are... For your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Verse 9 wants to go. Pray like this, our father in heaven. So Jesus keep bringing the picture of the father. In fact, it got to a point, the disciples have heard so much about this father, fatherhood of a thing. 
they have to ask Jesus, see, show us the Father. Philip said, and we will be satisfied because you Father, 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 every time he, he wants to raise Nazareth, Nazareth, what he said, Father, I thank you. What kind of woman being is this? Father, I thank you that you always answer me. And we remember we talked about that last week. Yeah, you always answer me, Father. So he keep mentioning Father. Philip asks him, say, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Because we can't get this fatherhood of a thing. He says, Philip, oh God, you mean three years I've been talking about this guy that you've not gotten it. That either I've seen the father, I've, either I've seen me, I've seen the father. In other words, if you want to know how to deal with the father, look at the way I deal with the father. The same way, that's how you deal with him. You deal with him the way I deal with him. I talk to him casually. I, we relate very well. We have relationship. He says, just look, because Jesus came to reveal the God to us. No one, Jesus Christ says in John chapter 1, he says, no one has seen the Father at any time. Are you telling me the people under the Old Testament did not see God? Yes, they didn't see God. They didn't see. Online viewers, <laughs> don't be shocked. They didn't see. Jesus said it. Let me open it so that we can see it. So you won't think I just brought it up from somewhere. Okay, John chapter 1. I'll open my Bible and I'll show you guys. John chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 18. Online, are you guys, are they there with me? All right. John chapter 1, verse 18. No one, I'm reading King James now, no one have seen God at any time. Are you saying they have not seen God in the Old Testament? I didn't say, don't, don't quote me. See what Jesus Christ said. At any time. At any time, so it give the opens, <laughs> it make it an open something. So you will say it's between this time that they did not see God. So he says, at any time that you may think of, no one has seen God. Let's see what he said now. He says, but the the only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Another translation says he has come to reveal him. John chapter 6 also talks about the same thing. So, no one has seen God at any time. So, they have different perspectives, and I'm going to talk about that. They have different perspectives about who God is. All the prophets, even Moses, they, he never saw God. Moses never, because Jesus would have said, except Moses. No, he packed all of them together. No one has seen God at any time. No one has seen in fact, the Bible calls him in the book of Colossians that Christ is the, is the visible image of the invisible God. <laughs> Colossians, it says Christ. So what they said they saw that is God in the Old Testament is actually Christ incarnate. For example, let me give you an example now. Isaiah, can we quickly, this is not part of it, but I think we should just establish this. Isaiah chapter, um, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. <laughs> Are you guys with me? Okay. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. Are we good to go? Are you guys ready? It's not part of my slide, so you guys just, uh, just bear with me. All right. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw what? I saw the Lord. Sitting on the throne, I am lifted up, 
and the twain of his robe filled the temple. So, to tell you that, because Isaiah was not lying. Hello? Isaiah, Isaiah even gave us a little picture of what he saw. He saw a man with a rope. <laughs> Does God wear rope? Absolutely not. That's Christ for you. <laughs> because the Bible even described him in the book of Revelation. Oh, that he, 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 he was he even put on a gadu. That's what the Bible describes. So what he saw here, when he said, I saw the Lord, he did not know that he, he saw, what the person he saw was Christ. Because Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. That's why Jesus Christ said, no one has seen God at any time. But I have come to reveal the Father to you. Praise the name of the Lord. So knowing God as a father, under the Old Testament, God manifested, now, God manifested to the Israel in different dimensions. For example, now, all of a sudden, God provides for them. So they look at God and say, wow, someone that can provide for, we call him what? Jehovah Shammah or some, whatever it is. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissim. See, all those names that we have, that we call Jehovah Nissim, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Ekonin, Jehovah Nissim, Jehovah, all these things, is as a result of the manifestation of God to them. For example, now, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an elephant here, blind, you know, uh, let's say three blind guys, they were touching different parts of the elephant. They couldn't see the elephant physically, but they were touching the... Now, if they ask them to describe the one that they touched his trunk, it will have something different from the one that was touching his tail. Abi, if they ask him to describe, and the one that is touching his foot, it will have something quite different. But is it the same elephant they are talking about? Yes. But different way because that is the limitation in which they can see or they can they perceive about this particular element. Is that not the way it is? So under the Old Testament, God heals someone. It's oh, gee, oh, this Jehovah that heals. Oh, he provides, he opens the rest. So he's given, they are seeing a glimpse, a glimpse about him. They don't have a few picture. Do you guys get what I'm saying? They don't have a full picture of who God is. So they were seeing him in this dimension. They were seeing him in this dimension. They were seeing him in this dimension. So they were calling him name. Ah, they said, God is the one that he. Oh, the one that kills. Oh, the one that raised the dead. Oh, the one that do this. The one that opened the rest. So, yeah. But when Jesus came on board, he never gave us any introduction about Jehovah. Can you imagine? Was Jehovah wrong? No. But Jehovah is a revelation of the Old Testament. Do you guys get? I'm not saying you say Jehovah that you are wrong, but is a revelation of God in the Old Testament. The revelation that Jesus Christ, remember, Jesus Christ said, I that have in the bosom of the Father, I've come to reveal him to you because you have you don't know him. You don't know him, you don't know the person we are talking about. You you are just okay, you have a glimpse. That's why the Bible says, even the prophet, they have a shadow. They have a limitation of revelation that they have in the Old Testament. But when Jesus Christ came on board, he says, I've come to give you one name. Not many names. One name. And his name is Father. So, just brainstorm. Think as much as you can think. Does Father provide? Absolutely. With a Father that has the ability to heal, will he heal a child? 
absolutely so everything that you can think of is the person I but just take him as your father that's how wonderful it is so Jesus came to reveal let me give you scriptures in Matthew chapter 7 this excuse me this have a lot to do in our prayer lives so we don't come to, to God in a formal there's no formal way of praying that you must first of all make sure that things are right you know even with your sin excuse me you see this has led to so many things of the way we pray you know our normal way of praying is we give thanks then we ask for forgiveness of sin because we believe mm, if i regard any iniquity in my heart the lord will not hear me then you then you pray you know formal way who, who, who told you that you cannot walk up to answer <laughs> In fact, if you understand Father, it will make you go closer to him even when you make a mistake. Because a father never kills a child that makes a mistake. Mm. So, you said, I want to talk it out with you, Dad. I, I want us to talk it out. <laughs> I messed up this. Okay. Okay. That's, then we move on. And the father will not come back tomorrow and say, you did this yesterday. Hey, you did this. He won't hammer you with that. He won't hammer you. You will even hug with him. Look at the picture Jesus gave us about that guy. That guy. And most of you don't like him, but he's my favorite guy. <laughs> the guy you call for the garrison. He's my favorite guy. He's a cool guy to me. This guy just woke up to his father. Because Jesus was trying to establish. You see, the story is not about the son. The story is about the father. Many, that's where we've gotten it wrong. We think that the team, the person, the character, the major character of the story was the son. No, it wasn't the brother, it wasn't the son, it was about the father. So, a young guy just walked up to his father and said, Guy, give me what, what belongs to me and let me get out of him. I mean, if you try that under a Jewish culture, you are, you are to be stoned to death. Because you know what you do? You are asking for your will. When the man has not yet died. So automatically you are actually wishing him dead. If he should report you, you are dead. Because you only have entitlement to the will after the father. But here you are. The father is still alive, but you just want to get it. And the father said, okay, you get it. You get it, you get it. And the guy squandered everything. Of course, what they did wasn't right. We didn't say it. That's the way Christians should live. But... He just came to his senses one time. I said, I'm, try- I'm struggling to even eat what swan eats pigs, f- food for pigs. I'm struggling to eat it. And in fact, the Bible said no one gave him himself. So he doesn't even have access to those pigs' foods. So he says, what about, he just uses imagination. He says, even in my father's house, the people so-called servants, they have a better life. Dad, not to not talk about sons. So, if I can walk up to my father and just tell him that, see, the sonship has been cancelled because I've collected what belongs to me. Let's just be a servant thing. At least I will have a better life than what I'm experiencing. You get what I'm saying. I will have a better life than what I'm experiencing here. And when the Bible says, when the father saw him, he has composed all what he wants to say. He has you know, we has it. The father just shot his mouth off. The father did not allow him to talk. The father said, a son will always be a son. A son will always be a what? 
will always be a son. All this, I, you know, I, I, what, 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 what do they call it? When they disown, disown the there's no parents, especially our mothers, that actually in their heart that disown the child. Yeah, forget it. There's no. Look, look, look at the royal family. A guy said he wants to leave the whole, whole thing. Do you think they, they, even though he said he wants to leave, do you think that he's not still part of the family? is part of the family. Whatever that he does, even though he has, he has um, they have stripped him of his royal title, it's still blood. Blood is blood. Blood is thicker than water. Whatever he does, the media will still take him that son of Charles. It's still a son a son. A son is still a son. No matter how, how behavior he may, if you, you, you can't, you can't, because it is blood. It, it, it is connected by blood, not by, you know, any other. It's by blood. And blood speaks. You will feel it in your heart. So the guy saw it, he hugged him, you can see the, and you know the whole story. He took it, oh, excuse me, if the guy, if the fathers divided the inheritance into two, now, whose inheritance is this guy coming to spend? <laughs> the elderly brother's home is <laughs> spending his elderly brother. So they share it together. And the father never nagging because he understands father. So just have a picture of that. And the whole story is Jesus trying to give us the picture of who father is. That this our father loves you. Even when you messed up, comes over to him. It does not stop your prayer because you sin. Does sin have implication? Absolutely. There's consequences to sin. But it's not, God does not stop answering your prayer because you sin. Let me get it clear. Oh, but the Bible says, if I regard any iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not. You need to understand the Old Testament. The Lord will not hear me, not the Father will not hear me. <laughs> it's the Father. Oh, does this sin? Let me say it clear so that you guys will not get me wrong. Sin has consequences. Sin will open up for the devil to creep into your life. But does that stop the father's love? No. That's why it's called unconditional love. <laughs> you know why? Do you know what they mean unconditional? It does not have anything to do with your attitude or your character. Unconditional. So if it is conditional, it will have been when you are good is good, and when you are bad is bad. No. But it is unconditional agape love. So it means even when you are good, it does not increase its level of love. And when you are even bad, it does not decrease the level of your love, of his love for you. It's just unconditional love. It's a condition, unconditional love. Just embrace. So when you mix it, don't, you see, sin sometimes our mistakes makes many people stay out of God, out of fellowship with him. You say, I don't feel it. That feeling, leave it alone. Run to him because he's a father. Did I hear say amen to that? All right, all right, quickly. Let's see. Uh, have you read it? Okay, Matthew 7. Very wonderful. Jesus was comparing biological father to spiritual father for us. Let's read together. I want to go. You parents, if your, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? What's the answer? No. No. All right, let's continue verse 10. Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? What's the answer? No. It says, 
to tell you Jesus gave you the answer. It says, of course not. You don't do that. You don't do that. All right, what did this say? Verse 11 want to go. So, if you sinful people knows how to give good gifts to your children, oh, how much more will your what? You can see Heavenly Father there. Give good gifts to those who do what? No condition. No restriction. No anything attached. No string attached to this. No strings. No strings. He says, how much more your Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him. To those who ask him. Alright, let's quickly move on so we can cover up very fast. To those who ask him. In fact, the Holy Spirit in us is called the Spirit of the Father. The Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. See what Jesus Christ said. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you. So he was talking about God now. That we Hello. So he was talking about God. He says, God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the what? The spirit of your father speaking through you. So the Holy Spirit that is in us is also called the spirit of the father. It's the spirit of the father. It's the spirit of the father. And as a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit works is always to bring you to that consciousness. Please, if there's anything you didn't get from today's service, online worshippers are there with us all right if you didn't get something get this it's so important get this get this get this the holy spirit work is to always bring you to the consciousness of father let's take it together the holy spirit works is to always bring you to the consciousness of father because he is the spirit of the father is to always bring you to that consciousness of Father. Let's read the scripture. This scripture will blow your mind off. <laughs> Sorry for you, but it will give you a kind of... I want us to read Romans chapter 8, verse 16 in TPT, the Passion Translation. I love it. I love it. I want you guys to... Let's read together. Are we ready? Are we good to go? All right, let's read. One to go. For the Holy Spirit... Makes God fatherhood as he whisper into our innermost being. What did he say? You are God's favorite child, beloved child. <laughs> Is that all wonderful? <laughs> let's take it, let's read it together one more time. For the Holy Spirit makes God fatherhood real to us as he whisper into our innermost being. What did he say? You are God, beloved child. Whether you got it right or you got it wrong, it does not change your status that you are the beloved. Say, I am the beloved child. I'll be accepted in the beloved. Oh, see, it's so important. When you can know that if your father, if your biological father is wealthy, let's say he's the, he's the richest man in the world, you won't have a problem for asking him anything. You won't be in a confused state whether he will do or not. You walk up to him with boldness. In fact, you don't need protocols. 
Others may have protocols before they have access to him. But you, you go inside, you just walk in. I remember when uh, President Obama was in the White House. His child then, they were still young. We just all of a sudden burst into the office when they were having, I mean, serious meeting. <laughs> Nobody can try that. There's no restriction, restriction on where, how, you know, the former, she doesn't feel a form to see the greatest man, I mean, the most powerful man in the, on the world, that nations of the earth are trembling when they, when they want to enter into his office. The daughter just burst into, in fact, I saw a picture like that. She just walked into the, the father just looked at her, no, can't you see that? We're having, daddy just, let them excuse us, let's quickly talk. And the father will give him attention. If you like, you are the defense secretary. <laughs> you are on the seat. I need to give this one priority. Because this one is not connected by work. It's connected by blood. It's connected by blood. It's connected by blood. She doesn't feel any form. She walked in. She said, Daddy, we need to do this. Daddy will say, okay, let's leave this board meeting for now. Let's quickly attend to the crucial matter. So he gets it. He said the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood. So the revelation of the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is, one of the primary uh, um, ministry is to make the fatherhood real to you. And how does he do that? Let me give you a scripture. How to do that? Let me give you a scripture. Let's read Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Are we good to go? All right, let's read. One to go. And so that we will know for sure that we are his true children. God will lead the spirit of sonship into our hearts. Our heart talks about our spirit, right? Okay, what did he do? Moving us to cry out. <laughs> what did he say? My father, you are my true. Excuse me. I, in fact, I just got something from here. That one of the characteristics of the move of God is crying out, Abba, Father. Do you guys get what I'm saying? See what he said. He says, and so that we would know for sure that God, we are his true children. What did God did? God released the spirit of sonship into our hearts, moving us. Moving us, so the Holy Spirit is whispering, and that's why He's whispering the fatherhood into your ears. He's moving you to do what to just cry to say something. What did He say, Father? My Father, He's moving you, He's all over me. He's moving me. How do you move it? Excuse me, if you have not said, uh, Abba, Father, is not moving, He's not the one moving you. <laughs> This is the characteristics of the move of God. So, we have the move of God. People are only on the floor. Have they opened their mouth to declare Abba? Have they opened their mouth to declare Abba? Or they are giving you force in uh, revelation and prophecy. It's moving us. It's moving us intimately to cry out, my father. You see, God, you know, parents... You know, it's the joy of a father when your child starts speaking and says, Ba, ba. You understand what I'm talking about? You know how you feel in your heart? You feel a joy. When your child is trying to first of all get you and say, Ba, ba. Uh, father, you know, just saying, Ba, ba. Ba, ba. 
and then you now your papa. You, you know, it's a very small word, but it has a great effect. You just want to hear it. You just want to hear it. You just want to hear it. And that's what God wants. He just wants you to hear from you. Father. It, it do him shugu shugu. And put it that way. <laughs> Sorry for the internet audience. Okay? He just moved him. Now, let's continue. We want to go. Now, now we are no longer living like slaves under law we but we enjoy being god very own sons and daughter and because we are east we can access everything our father has is it some things few things no it says we can access everything our father has for we are years of god through jesus the messiah Another translation is we are here to the inheritance. The, you see, inheritance does not go to any other person also. It's for the sons. It's for the sons. It's for the sons. It's for the sons. And Jesus, he has died. So the inheritance is available for you and I. We don't need to beg for God to meet your needs. Uh, no child begs for his father to feed him. Hello, does a child beg? Does he have to cry before his father says, okay, I will give you money for lunch? No, 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 no. It's a basic thing. He must meet the need of a child. And that's why you produce him. That's why he has begotten us. <laughs> and it's his responsibility. That's why Jesus Christ said, do not worry what to eat, what to drink, and what to wear. Because your heavenly... You guys, you get the picture? He says, because your heavenly father knows these things, that you are in need. So, you... It's an embarrassment to him when you begin to cry like as if you don't have a father. Abba, you have a father. Just, 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 just get into this knowledge of fatherhood, and you see everything working out. Did I hear amen to that? All right, let's, let, as we begin to round up, as we begin to round up, because I want us to, you know, if just for us to just make a name, call him Abba Father, it's wonderful. Now, no religion on the earth call God. As what we call him as a father. No, not any other religion. No religion does that. They see God, oh God, oh God, oh God. But it is only we that we are the sons of God. That's why we can call him father. He looks at you, he says, my son, my son, my son. Hey, let's, let, let's look at First um, Corinthians chapter 8. First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5 to 6. First Corinthians chapter 8. Online, are you guys with us? All right. First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5 to 6. Let's read together. Are we good to go? Want to go? Although there, are, there may be many so-called gods in this world and in heaven, there may be many gods, lords, and masters. And is that not the way other religions do? They, they, even uh, traditional, they have God of iron, God of this, God of that. So there are so many gods. Now, what separates us, the men from the boys? Let's see verse 6, one to go. Yet for us, for them, they have gods, they have lords, they have masters. But for us, what did he say about us? For, yet for us, there is only one God. 
There is only one God. For you to understand that we are not in that category of gods. And he now said that we have only one God. And that God there is not any other person else than a father. Just take him as a father. Just take him as a father. Praise the name of the Lord. Yet for us, there is only one God. The father. Only one God. The father. Lastly, last scripture. And then we just give thanks and then we... We, we thank God for being our father. Last scripture. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. <clears throat> I have a lot to share about this, but I just have to put, in so much, put down so many things. So I will just take a little bit of it. Alright. Can, <clears throat> can we look at 1 John chapter 3 verse 1? Want to go. Look with wonders at the what? The depth of the father marvelous law that he has what lavished what does the word lavish means to do something you understand beyond measure that he has lavished on us he has called us and made us his own beloved it's not just that we are a child we are the children of god we are the beloved we are the beloved do do, do you know what a beloved child gets favor you, you, you know when, when a child when the parent have some you know you know just have some interest in a particular child child you know the child get the best out of it get the best the biggest meat uh, you, you understand now he get the biggest meat even when others you are saying that there's no you know how to tip, to give him some small uh, hair the bible says we are beloved children the reason the world does not recognize who we are who we have is that they did not recognize him. They did not know him as a father. And that's why they did not know us as sons. But we know that we have a father. And we know we have, we, he has him, uh, us as children. He says, he's beloved children. Beloved children. Oh, he says, look at the wonder, at the wonder at the depth of the map of God's map. You see, one of the characteristics of love is giving. In fact, Love, I mean, love is proven by giving. If you truly love me, then there must be something that comes from you to me. For God so loved the world that he do what? He gave. And Paul even told the Corinthians, he says, when you do this, it proved the sincerity of your love. He was talking to the Corinthians. He says, when you give, it proved the sincerity of your love. So love is not only in words, it's by in also in doing. And can you imagine if God says marvelous, he loves us. Well, do you think that he will not lavish things on us? You know. That's why he says, ask and it shall be given. Ask and it shall be given. Oh, I want us to just pray. Let's be on our feet. We are going to just, you know, now, I, I want us to move from that aspect of, let's get to the consciousness of Father. The Father. 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 Oh, let's start by saying, Abba loves me. <laughs> say, Abba loves me. <laughs> you see, the more he keeps, you see, one of the ways, he said, the word is needy in their mouth and in their heart. One of the ways this thing enters into your heart is by your repetition of it. When you keep saying it, you wake up in the middle of the night. You say, Abba loves me. Oh, oh, my daddy loves me. Oh, you are not even asking anything yet. He said, the Bible says, the, this, he cries, he, he whispers to our ear to say, Father, just getting Father, he gets his attention. 
it, it just, we just dwell in his love. <laughs> hey, Abba, Abba loves me. Oh, my Lord, my father loves me. Oh, my father loves me. Oh, daddy loves me. He has lavished his love on me. Oh, I am his beloved. I am his beloved. Oh, the Bible says, talking about Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. There's no, there's no, there's no shadow of calling about this. He's a beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He's pleasing me. Oh, ha, 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 ha. He's pleasing me. He's pleasing my action. Oh, he's pleasing me. Not because of, because I do right thing. Because he is my father. Oh, he is my father. I am his son. Oh, I have a relationship. I have a relationship. I have a relationship. Oh, Abba loves me. Abba forgives me. Abba, he cares for me. Abba, meet me at the point of my needs. Abba, take care of me. Abba, protects me. Oh, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, Abba loves me. Oh, I am the beloved son. I am, I am. Just say it. If you, just say it. The more you say it, the more it gets into your consciousness. When you wake up, you say, Abba loves me. Oh, my daddy loves me. Oh, my Lord, my father loves me. Oh, my father cares so much for me. Oh, Abba, Abba, Abba. Abba, Abba, Abba. Hey, thank you, Abba. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Let me shock you with the revelation. The Bible says, angels, they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are years of salvation. Talking about, you see, one of the ways a president will do, one of the things a president will do, for his child, even his children, they are entitled to security. Um, get, 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 get me now. They are still under covering now. The president and his wife and his children. Now, now imagine our father. He gave us bodyguards. The angels. <laughs> and they, he, he assigned them. He said, nothing happens to this guy. You are responsible for it. I don't want to care where, he, where he's going or where he's not going. You are the one responsible for this child. Oh, that's the father for you. Oh, let's, thank, let's give thanks to him. Let's the father we thank you. Oh, thank you, Abba. Thank you, thank you, Abba. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, mm. oh, thank you, Abba. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's a honor to be loved by you. Oh, oh, oh. 